The man who killed Tamir Rice is thwarted again in his quest to get back his police badge. Some Akron-grown marijuana gets recalled, and the chase that killed a 13-year-old in East Cleveland Friday afternoon so far appears to be within the parameters of the Cleveland Pursuit policy. This is The Wake Up from Cleveland.com for Monday, December 23rd. I'm Cleveland.com editor Chris Quinn. The notion that the former Cleveland police officer who shot and killed 12-year-old Tamir Rice five years ago could again wear a badge boggles the mind of many. But the city police union keeps trying to make it happen. Cuyahoga County Common Police Judge Joseph D. Russo took a big step in blocking that outcome with a ruling that has upheld the firing. Russo wrote that he could find no reason to overturn an arbitrator's decision upholding the city's firing of Timothy Lohman. And remember, Lohman was not fired for killing Tamir. He was fired because he misled Cleveland when he applied to become a city officer. Lohman had been dismissed as an officer in a suburban police department for being unfit for the job, but he did not disclose that to Cleveland. An attorney for Tamir's family said following the Russo ruling, quote, Clevelanders do not want Loman to ever again be entrusted with a badge and gun anywhere, but least of all here, unquote. State regulators recalled a medical marijuana flower Sunday because it was packaged for sale at dispensaries before being tested for heavy metals, water activity, mycotoxins, or foreign matter. The flower, known as Purple Bomb, was sold at the following stores, Rise Lorraine, The Forest Sandusky, and Rise Toledo. At the Forest Sandusky Dispensary, the plant material also is called the Organic Strawberry University. It was grown by Galenus LLC in Akron. There have been no reports of patients experiencing adverse reactions. It just wasn't tested. The recall covers all purchases of the flower, regardless of the time it was sold. Patients who have the flower should stop using it. All unused products should be returned to the dispensary where it was purchased. Cleveland.com's Pete Krause and Kaylee Remington profiled the 13-year-old girl who was walking to a library Friday when she was killed by a car being chased by the Cleveland police. Tamia Chapman was a regular at the library and was on her way to its annual Christmas party with Toys for Tots, where her brothers were waiting. She was hit by a car stolen by two boys at a Target store parking lot on the city's far west side. An off-duty police officer saw the carjacking and followed the stolen car. Tamia's neighbors said she often was running about the neighborhood playing and diligently watched over her younger brother, a toddler. Read more in Pete and Kaylee's story on Cleveland.com. The police chase that ended up killing 13-year-old Tamia Chapman in East Cleveland Friday afternoon might be exactly what was contemplated when Cleveland updated its chase policy a few years ago to adopt the best practices in the nation. The policy allows police to chase people suspected of violent crimes like the armed robbery that sparked Friday's chase. 
In that case, two boys carjacked a woman Friday afternoon in a Target parking lot on Cleveland's west side border, stealing her car. An off-duty officer who saw the robbery, which had been at gunpoint, followed the stolen car across town all the way to Euclid Avenue in East Cleveland, where the boys crashed, killing Tamiya. The thinking in the updated policy is that people who commit robberies at gunpoint and other violent crimes pose a danger no matter where they go and should be stopped if possible. In Cleveland's policy, a single police supervisor assumes all responsibility and no more than two cars can participate in the pursuit. Nothing known thus far indicates police went beyond what the policy calls for, but all of the details are not yet released. At Cleveland.com, our Justice for All series about court reform has explored the challenges that are presented to those living in poverty when their licenses are suspended for non-payment of fines. Ohio, seeking to help, created an amnesty program waiving license reinstatement fees, which can be thousands of dollars. That amnesty program ends December 31st, though, so low-income Ohioans are running out of time to take advantage of it. Applications can be made online, by mail, or in person at license agencies. People deemed indigent can get immediate fee waivers. They must have satisfied all other court obligations, however. This is just about the reinstatement fees. In just 10 years, Bright Winterfest has become a signature Cleveland event of the bitter months, attracting tens of thousands of people each year to the West Bank of the Flats for concerts, outdoor art displays, ice sculptures, and games. The 11th edition is now set for February 22nd, and the just-announced headliners will be Youngstown's soul rock band The Vindies and Akron hip-hop group Red Rose Panic. The rest of the lineup features 41 acts, including Uptown Buddha, Uptight Sugar, and Spirit of the Bear. The festival is free, but you do need a ticket. Organizers are urging attendees this year to get tickets in advance. An outdoor event in February in Cleveland is a gamble, but that has not stopped this festival from gaining traction fast. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up as we begin this holiday week. We'll be back every weekday with another edition.